Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Launching kids into the world is no joke whether you're sending your kid to kindergarten or off to college. Some days we wonder if we're doing anything right. One thing is for sure, we all want to do it well. Hi, I'm Jamie, mom of four. And I'm Lisa, mom of three. We're here to help and encourage you in your parenting journey. Never perfect, always honest, and in the trenches with you. We're experienced, but not experts. You ready? Let's Let's launch. Lisa, I grew up my entire life going to public school. And I have a brother who's four years younger than me who spent middle school and high school at a private school. So my parents did both. And I always thought, and my husband grew up public school kid the whole way through, and I never, ever thought that I would even think twice about school for kids. It, it, it didn't even like cross my mind, honestly. Yeah. And then we had our first child, and he's two, and then three, and <laughs> then four, and he turns five that January. And all of a sudden, our little cute Mother's Day out preschool is like, hey, kindergarten, gr- kindergarten, where are you going? And I started freaking out. I literally started freaking out. And we lived in a neighborhood walking distance to a great school and a great school district. And I all of a sudden thought, how could I ever send my sweet child (laughs) to this school where they're going to induct him into Satanism? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's it. Yeah, I mean, I just literally, and you would have thought that I had always known I wanted to homeschool or private school my kid. And I just didn't realize how hard it was going to be. And it was actually a really big, one of the big moments between Aaron and I was deciding where we were going to send Kate into school because Aaron was dead set on public school. Mm. He did not think that we had the capacity and lots of stuff going on in our life to homeschool. Neither one of us really felt called to that. And we couldn't, frankly, we couldn't afford private school. Yeah. So he was dead set. And I just had such a hard time. And finally, the Lord moved in great ways. And we became on the same page. And took Caden to public school, but I really never imagined how hard that decision would be. You know, and after that, we had two more kids during our family through adoptions. We have a total of four kids. And when our kids were younger, we said, and and we're kind of out of this now, but we would still live by this, even if it doesn't come up every July as we think through next year's school district, next year's school year. We would talk about it in July and say, what's best for this kid for this year? Yeah. And that's kind of how we landed on schooling. And I know you guys have done a little everything. We have done only public and charter school Hmm. um, here in Austin, Mm -hmm. which a charter school is basically a public school. It's just a little different. But um, we've done them both. But we have moved around a little bit based on what our kids have. What does your journey with school look like? Yeah, we've done public. We've done private and we've done homeschool for one year. This is a new fact I learned about you today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is a little known fact because it feels like a blip on the screen. I don't even know if I can call myself a legit homeschool mom. Who'd you homeschool? I homeschooled Shay for one year. What grade? Seventh grade. Seventh grade, which is a hard year for girls. It was a real hard year. And it was interesting because it was the reason we decided to do it. Because people have asked me a lot. They've been like, what What made you decide? You know, did the Lord just tell you to homeschool? Mm-hmm. 
I, I would like to say that I'm was that spiritual about it, but really it was a decision that was based upon logistics to a great degree, which I don't think is a bad reason to make a schooling decision, right. really, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, we were moving from our house that we lived in for, I think we, we lived there at the time for maybe 10 years. We were moving to another house in, in a neighboring city. And our son was going to go to public school. So he was in private school. All three of the kids were in private school. Okay. So our oldest son, he was going to be a senior and he was moving schools. He had gone, Jamie, to the same school, his entire schooling from kindergarten to junior year. In his senior year, he went to a public school. And I have so many questions about just that. Yeah, I know. It was a lot. We there I will say this. We we felt prompted by the Lord to make this move. We we decided to live small for a mm-hmm. year, which could be a whole other show. Yeah. But we really did. We decided that we were going to we really felt called to be on mission as a family. And God had really moved in our lives and and it was a really interesting time in our lives where we thought, well, what would happen if we went to live small and we, we wanted to pay off some debt? So it was tied to a lot of things that we wanted to do as a family. Mm-hmm. We, we wanted to be able to help people in the future. And we knew that there, there were some things we needed to take care of. Yeah. So all of that went into that decision. But in the process, he was going to move school. And so we made that decision with him because he was 17 years old. I mean, his school, his whole life wow. still baffles that is, me. That is baffling. And he was on the football team. So he'd been playing with these kids for years and years. And quite honestly, that was the hardest thing for him was leaving his, yeah, his football buddies. Sure. But it was the right decision. It was incredible. But that year, my daughter needed to make a move too. And then we knew that we were only going to live in this other house for one year. And so it was a transition year for her. So I did not want to move mm-hmm. her to one school district, then another school district, then back again. So yeah. we homeschooled. And the experience was difficult in many ways. I would love to say it was great. It was awesome. But she struggled a lot because she was very, very social. But I will tell you this. I learned a lot about my daughter in that year that I think I would not have known had some things not come out Mm -hmm. in the experience of being together. And I will say that she has said since then that the, that she learned English the very most in seventh grade from Miss Mrs. Whittle's English class. <laughs> uh, we had a whiteboard and all. I know I got on her last nerve. I love it. But I thoroughly enjoyed teaching yeah. her and I learned a lot about her. So that was our journey. We had private school for my middle son went to private school his whole his whole schooling. My oldest son went to both and then my my daughter went to private school and then homeschool. But I think it's important as we talk about this that we acknowledge that just even talking about where do you choose to go to school is is a privileged conversation. Huge privilege. Because there are a lot of people who that decision is made based on their salary, based on their location. There's not always a choice to be had. Based on if you have a partner in the home with you, yes. what if you're a single mom or a right. single dad. So many, It is such a privilege to be able to make the choice. Um, I had a friend who, this reminds me what you said about homeschooling Shay for one year, who she did this, I think when I knew her, she had two kids she'd already done this with. She would homeschool them their eighth grade year. 
And mm. then they would they were in the same school. Then they would go back to the school. And she saw it as a year to just invest in her kids before they went into high Love school. That. And I have always admired that and kind of had a little bit of, not jealousy, but like, yeah. oh, I wish that that would have been something I would have considered. Uh, but she just said it was this beautiful year of bonding, kind of like what you said yeah. with you and Shay doing, you know, the thing, the conversation about school among Christians, and you and I are both followers of Jesus, the conversations around school with Christians can sometimes feel a little, uh, what's the word? Not mm. heated, but kind of like my way is right, and this is the only way. A little bit judgmental. A little bit judgmental. I think. Yes, I agree with you. And so I think what I just want to talk through today is how do we be people who evaluate our family, mm-hmm. evaluate our kids, evaluate our season, and then make the best decision for our family in that moment and be okay with other people's decisions. Yeah. Because I have plenty of families who, friends of mine who choose to homeschool, who choose to go to private Christian school, and we're at public school, you know? And are there advantages and disadvantages to both? 100%. Yeah. But I think that we need to be a community of people who are encouraging each other in their own decisions. Yes, because for one thing, it is a really tough decision to make, I think. It's one of the most daunting decisions, in my opinion. And I will say, I was thinking back to when my oldest went to school. So obviously, this was our first go at it. What are we going to do? For for me, for us, th- we had moved. We had had some, some flux, and my husband had lost his job. And so we had had some, some real sort of instability in that area of our mm-hmm. life. And I remember when Graham was going to start kindergarten, it was really important to me that we were in a place that felt safe. Yeah. And I think that is the desire of all of us as parents as we go into, you know, where our kids going to go to school. And I want that for all parents, you know what I mean? That they, they are able to have their kids in a safe space. But I think what's interesting is even the thought of the idea of safe, Mm -hmm. because I think as Christians, we think, okay, well, let's put them in a safe place. Well, that's going to be either a Christian school mm-hmm. where they are educated about Jesus. Yep. And let me just say right now, I went to Christian school. Uh, I also went to public school. I was both a public school and a Christian school kid. Uh-huh. So, and I had a great experience in both. Like I love some of my public school teachers when I was in elementary school, oh, yeah. my favorite, like loved AP mm-hmm. Boydell, you know, yeah. like all these places. Though, and I, they were just beautiful memories. But one of the things that I loved about when our kids were in private school was the scripture memorization Mm -hmm. that they learned. Like Jamie, the fact that the word of God was just, they were able to put that word and hide it in their heart. Like that's something they'll take with them forever. I don't know if if that was worth the tuition, but let me just tell (laughs) you, like that meant the most maybe to me, you know? Uh, And, but there were, there were other things that I could tell you that I didn't love. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest. Yeah. But I think what we need to understand is that it is not an automatic safety when you put your kid in a Christian school. There's lots that goes down with kids mm-hmm. that are Christians. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, the same could be said for homeschooling. And I think that we think, let me just wrap my kids in this bubble mm-hmm. And I know I'm treading on something that 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 might even feel a little hard to hear right now, but I, I want us to really hear this because it's very important that we understand that parenting our kids, it is not a foolproof, you know, thing that they're going to just never 
do this or mm-hmm. that, that they are going to be safe from every mm-hmm. outside influence. Yeah. That can happen in any school any setting. Any school, yeah. As a parent of a teen and also a young adult, but my teen daughter, I'm constantly looking for resources to help her grow in her faith and make it her own. At my house, Light Speaks Loudest is one of my favorites. The Light Speaks Loudest team creates quarterly subscription boxes specifically to help teen girls better love themselves, others, and God. My daughter's story is 15, and her and I both love Light Speaks Loudest because their boxes are full of authentic and trendy items like devotionals, journals, self-care items, and other accessories to encourage girls. She loves getting mail that is just specifically for her, and I love what's in the box that's just specifically for her. Each season has a unique theme designed around relevant, important topics like body image, friendship, rest, purpose, kindness, and so much more. Plus, they support at least one teen business in every single box. I say it all the time. It is a tough time to be a teen girl right now with everything that our teenagers are facing from mental health struggles to peer pressure to loneliness to trying to understand their identity in Christ. And I'm really grateful as a mom to have Light Speaks Loudest as a partner in the process of helping my daughter and all the girls that they work with navigate these challenges with hope. You guys, if you also want to give your teen girl in your life a gift that's both authentic and fun, visit lightspeaksloudest.com. You can learn all about their subscription options. You can become a member today. You can get 10% off your first subscription box when you use promo code JAMIE10. That's lightspeaksloudest.com. Use promo code JAMIE, J-A-M-I-E, 10. Anxiety and depression are hard enough for adults to deal with. They're really incredibly hard for our children to deal with them as well. I've said it before, us Ivies, we are very, very much big fans of counseling. If you are a parent like me and you've seen your kids have to struggle with some mental health issues, I want to introduce you to Foundations Family Therapy and their online courses. Foundations Family Therapy is a group practice of licensed therapists who have created self-paced, video-based courses for topics like parenting young, anxious children. Their team understands that sometimes therapy is not attainable in the season of life that parents are in, and it can also be hard to find a therapist. So these courses are a great resource for getting some professional guidance. Three of their most popular courses include From Surviving to Thriving, Beating the Worry Monster, and Combating New Parent Anxiety. All of their content is created from a Christian perspective and led by a licensed marriage and family therapist. You'll get video teachings, print resources, activities to practice, and next steps for thriving. Foundations Family Therapies courses include eight therapy sessions worth of information and are offered for the price of just one therapy session. Launch listeners can get 20% off any of these online courses. Visit foundationsft.com slash courses. Use the code LAUNCH for 20% off any of their online courses. I think too, like for us, we always thought about what is our family mission? Yes. And one of the things that we as chosen public school throughout our whole kid's life is that we wanted to be in the community that that we lived in. Mm -hmm. And so there was a season where we lived in um, a a lower income area, an underprivileged, under-resourced area. We lived there on the east side of Austin. And we had to make a really hard decision of, do we want to send our kids to the public school there? Uh, and we did. And our kids were there. This is why I say every year, every kid for what it's worth. Yeah. And we did. We put our kids, they were there for a year and a half. And one of our kids needed some struggles, had some struggles and needed extra help. That's when we moved to a charter school, which was still c- close to our neighborhood. Um, and so there is this idea of like, 
Also, what is our family mission? Again, this is different for every family. Yeah. It's also a privilege, you know, to working parents sometimes makes things harder. If you have a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home dad, that changes the dynamics of what you can and can't do. Right. Uh, and so we were deciding that we wanted to be inside of the school in our neighborhood mm-hmm. uh, to be a part of it, to use our resources for it. Uh, I have a friend who was talking about how it really is important for Christians to live in their neighborhoods, dive into their neighborhoods, and serve in their neighborhoods. But she added, but if you don't have your kids in public school, you can still, I mean, if you don't have your kids in public that public school, you can still serve that school in some way. Sure. And I think that was what I loved when she said that, that that was very important that like you can homeschool, have your kids in private school, but how are you still giving to the neighborhood that you live in? Which I think is as important as well. And for us with public school, it has challenges. Yeah. There are a lot more things that are um, available for them to see, study, hear about, learn about in a public school versus a private school. There are more clubs for them to be aware of that there wouldn't be at a private school. And so for us, it has led us to have a lot of conversations Mm -hmm. about that, Mm -hmm. which is great. But I would say that sometimes I'm like, well, this would just be nice if there wasn't that option. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But but the truth is they're exposed, whether we think they're exposed or not. I mean, 100%. Social media. Hello, do they have a phone? Right. You know, and at some point, and, and, you know, someone listening may be like, well, my kids don't have a phone. I don't allow them to be Uh on Instagram. That's great. Great. But at a certain point, they will. Yeah. Like at a certain point, even if it's not until they get out of your house. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really, really important that we understand that our goal is not to keep our kids insulated. Right. That's what we want. I mean, can I just be real? Mm-hmm. Like, I would love to completely insulate my kids. I mean, I remember there was something that happened in our family uh, when our kids were little, and it was an outside relationship. And it was the first time that my kids had ever heard about divorce. Mm. And I remember I I was a little bit mad yeah. that this person had exposed my kids to the idea of divorce, mm-hmm. right? I, this might sound silly, but this was like, I thought... I want to be the one to be able to introduce the idea of sometimes marriages, yep, divorce, to the reality, the of, reality what that is, yeah. of what that is, right? And so it made me mad that somebody else had introduced that concept, yeah. and before I was ready for them to know about mm-hmm. it, right? Yeah, that's I think what makes us mad as parents. We're mm-hmm. like, I want to control this conversation, yeah. and some of that is right. Mm-hmm. Like some of that, I think, as parents. We should have. We got to be on the offense, we, right? And we should have the right, yeah. I guess I'll say, yeah. to be able to control that conversation. Mm-hmm. We know our kids best. We're the ones who are entrusted with the parenting of them, so we mm-hmm. should be able to have that conversation, right? Under the in the safety of our home with the word and all of those things. Yeah. But we do live in the world. Mm-hmm. We do, and so. Sure, we can do as much as we possibly can, but it will not keep them from hearing things from a neighbor's going to a neighbor's yeah. house. I mean, what are you going to do? You can keep them from absolutely right. every single person in this world. No. Right. no. And so what happens? What happens is number one, we begin to believe that we are the savior of our children. Mm-hmm. We begin to believe that we are the ones who are going to be uh, keeping them yeah. and helping them and doing for them mm-hmm. and. How does that help launch them into their own relationship yeah. with Jesus Christ? Yeah. And there so there is a trust there and, and there's all of those things. And so I think that's it's very important for us to understand that 
uh, whether we choose homeschool, whether we choose public school, whether we choose Christian school, they're going to be exposed to something at some point. And I I also think that, you know, we all choose different things for different reasons. So mm-hmm. stereotypically, we would say, oh, well, you, you know, you might choose public school because you're, you know, you don't care enough about your kids to put right. them in Christian school mm-hmm. or you don't want to spend the money. Or mm-hmm. stereotypically, you might homeschool your kids because you just want to keep them sheltered. Uh-huh. Well, but someone may feel called to homeschool. Right. Someone that may be a call of God for them. Mm-hmm. And someone may feel called to public school. And so I think this idea that we have in our heads what other people are doing and why they're doing it, yeah. we need to stop that right yeah. now. And we need to do what God has put on our heart for our our children, and like you said, even individual yeah. children, mm-hmm. year by year. It's so yeah. smart what you said to to reevaluate. Yeah, and have the freedom to be able to do that, you know, yeah. and not to feel, especially in church circles, to not feel that burden of being like, well, I guess if I'm a good, I mean, I listen. I have we have we're at the end of the road here with school, and I got a freshman <laughs> in high school. We can see the light at we the end are of the praying tunnel for you. You've only got a few more years, <laughs> a few more years. But I said to Aaron the other day, we were talking, and something happened with one of the kids, and you know, I started to go down that mom guilt thing, and I was like, "Listen, if I wouldn't have been working, if I would have homeschooled our kids, they wouldn't have turned out that we wouldn't be dealing with this." And Aaron's like. I'm sorry. Do you really think that the Lord would have asked you to homeschool the children? Like that would would that have been a good thing for you and the children? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. You yeah. know. Yeah. And so I literally, you know, not trying to be funny, don't think that would have been the best thing. Hmm. You know, some of our kids, we've got some kids from hard places in our family, and it just would have been really, really difficult for us to do that. But I do think, like you said, that we've got to let people have the opportunity to pick what is best for them. I think the thing we have to fight is the the attitude of I'm sending my kid to private school so that they'll love Jesus more. Hmm. I think that that, I'm not saying that that can't happen and I want to be careful here, but I don't think that can be our number one priority as a parent because they're, they're teenage, they're kids, they're teenagers. They live in the same world. They have the same parent. Like, well, and it's not a given. It's that's, not a given. I think that's that's, the, that's yeah, the thing. That that's what I mean. And I remember one time, this reminds me of when one of my sons was in high school. And I remember going to him because I had this fear. All of a sudden, I thought to myself, what if he's so surrounded mm-hmm. by talk of Jesus that he doesn't really know how great Jesus is? Mm-hmm. And I, I want to also present that 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 can be a risk. Yeah. And so I remember going to him and I remember saying, you know, do you feel like you are hearing so much Jesus and getting so much? Because, you know, here he's got his parents mm-hmm. and, you know, look what his mom does mm-hmm. for a living and, you know, church and then and then Christian school. So I think that we have to understand, too, that in every school choice, there is going to be something that's not perfect because yeah. we don't live in a perfect world. Right. We don't have perfect options. And so let's not fool ourselves to think, wow, this is really it. Yeah. Like there, Because, listen, I have now grown kids and we did our very best, Jamie. Mm-hmm. And I think we did some things wrong. And I think we did some things really right. But my kids made mistakes. Yep. They went to Christian school. You know, they memorized the Bible. Uh-huh. And we sure did try to do it at home. Yeah. But we are human beings. Mm-hmm. And so there will be sin. There will be 
consequence. There will be all of those things. And so let us not be fooled into thinking that our school choice is going to be the thing that ultimately is going to keep them from all of those things that we fear. Right. And I think we have to take this seriously, you Mm -hmm. know? And again, we said it already, it's a privilege. And so if you're sending your kid to public school, man, get to know the teachers, get to be in the classroom. You get to vote for your school board, you know, know what's happening, know what laws are being passed, know what curriculum is being talked about, the same in private school as well, but it's a little bit different in a public school. Mm -hmm. And you get the privilege to do that as a citizen of that county and that city (laughs) and that school district, you get to do that. And so don't think it's just like an, an easy wash no matter where you go. I think there are opportunities for parents to be involved. And then again, if your life does not it like set you up for that, you're having to work two jobs just to keep the the food on the table, then you know what? God is God knows yep. the situation that you're in and he is sovereign over that situation and he is going to be there for you. And no matter what, this is not a situation that we just get to act like it doesn't exist. We can literally petition the Father and ask him for this kid for this year. I want to tell you something that our family uses to help with healthy boundaries around technology and most importantly, to stay present during family time. We love family time at our house. And what I know to be true is that our time is limited. We want to reclaim our time and establish healthy tech habits for our kids and our family. 90% of the time that we have with our kids occurs before they're 18. I'm living that life right now. And we know that our screen time is the biggest battle in most families today. I want to tell you about RO. RO is a whole family solution that aligns our actions with our intentions. RO is a technology solution for our technology dependence that combines the power of a motivational habit forming app with the beauty of a defined place for our smartphone. So they have an app that's going to keep track of the habits that you're taking to spend time away from your phone. And they have a really, really great box. It sits on our kitchen counter where you can all place your phones in them so they can all be away from you during family times. Things like family dinners. Hey, we're all going to put our phones up. RO is an invitation to be intentional. It's a visual cue to put down your phones, to track and measure your time away while you do what's truly important. What happens is you'll put your phone away. You'll not even remember that you put it away. You'll have time with your family. And then you have an app that helps you see how much time you spent off your phone. It's a way to instill pride in your behavior, a pat on the back for a job well done, and a true invitation to the things that we all say actually truly matter. If you lean into RO, it will change your family life and culture. Check out RO at GoRO.com. That's G-O-A-R-O.com. Get one month free off of either an annual or a two-year RO membership when you use the code LAUNCH. Hey, y'all, it's Jamie. And I don't know if you know this or not, but I attended a Christian college. In fact, I graduated from Houston Baptist University. And I really loved being at an institution where faith was integrated into our learning. And now of my four kids, one is already in college, two are really close and we're looking at colleges and then one is coming up the line. But if you have a student with college on the horizon, I want to tell you about Find Your Christian College. When you visit findyourchristiancollege.com, you can explore more than 200 Christian college options through the school search engine. You can filter the search based on things like size or location, majors, and athletics. Find Your Christian College collaborates with hundreds of Christian high schools, colleges, and universities across North America to promote Christian higher education. You can also find and register to attend one of over 125 in-person Christian college fairs across the U.S., These fairs take place every fall and spring. And if you can't travel, there's virtual Christian college fairs as well. 
Find out more at findyourchristiancollege.com slash launch. That's findyourchristiancollege.com slash L-A-U-N-C-H. We've invited our friend Holly Knight to be the expert on this conversation. She's a mom and she has had her children in public school, homeschool, and private Christian school. She's speaking from all of those different experiences. She's got five kids. She's an author and a speaker. She just recently released her first book, Stubborn Obedience, Discover God's Relentless Faithfulness Through Steadfast Surrender. She released that last year about her adoption journey. She said that she had experience attending a private school when she was growing up. So she thought it was a no-brainer that her kids would also attend a Christian private school. However, God had other plans. We asked Holly's insight on this because she's a mom. She's a mom to five. And she's had kids in every different type of schooling. And so we'd love to hear what she has to say about that. Here's our friend Holly Knight. Hey there, friends. My name is Holly Knight, and I absolutely loved this conversation between Jamie and Lisa today. Before I tell you my family's story, I want to give you a little background on myself. I was raised in a minister's home in Denver, Colorado. I attended public school. Then I was homeschooled, and then I attended private Christian school. And I have to tell you, out of the three, I loved private Christian school. That is where I thrived. I I was there between 8th grade and 12th grade. That's where I graduated. And I loved every minute of it. I made beautiful, godly friendships there that have lasted my entire life. I was able to serve within my giftings of leading worship at our chapel services and memorized tons of scripture and really felt a call on my life into ministry really at this private Christian school. And so that really gave me the framework, I guess, for what I thought my kids eventually would do. And so right after my husband and I got married, my husband is also in the ministry, we moved to Dallas, Texas, where he was on staff at a ridiculously large megachurch. And we started having babies. We gave birth to three beautiful daughters. And then God called us to adopt, and we adopted a son and a daughter from the country of Uganda in Africa. And so we had these five beautiful children, and the church that we were at had a Mother's Day Out program, a preschool, Christian preschool that we sent our kids to. And then it also had an incredible private Christian school affiliated with it. And so really at the beginning of schooling for us, the decision was made for us because we just went along with what was expected of our kids. We were on the platform leading worship every weekend. We were highly visible at our church. And so it was very natural for us to send our kids to the schools affiliated with our church. And so that's what we did. Like I said, the decision was made for us. So we were there for 13 years. And then in 2015, really felt God call us away. So we resigned. And in 2016, we decided to homeschool our kids. Now, anybody who knows me knows that it is a miracle of God that I decided to homeschool these kids because my punchline is I don't like kids. (laughs) I don't like kids, but I'm a mom of five. And so that's how you know the Holy Spirit is alive and active in this world is because, you know, here I am as a mom of five when I really didn't even think I wanted any. And so now I'm feel called to homeschool these kids. And I want to back up just a little bit because these years at the private Christian school, along with my experience at private Christian school, I really felt like that was the only way to go. Um, There was a very underlying theme 
amongst the community at the, the private Christian school that we were at where we're really saving our children from the world. And Lisa had used the term judgmental. And that truly was how it was, where there was a judgmental spirit against people who sent their kids to public school. It was never spoken out loud. It was never said explicitly, but it was definitely felt that undercurrent was there. And because I had such a great experience at private Christian school myself, I mean, I I was feeling it to my core. You know what I mean? And so I, when we decided to homeschool the kids, that really was a paradigm shift for our family because we were in the bubbliest Bible Belt bubble you could imagine at our church here in Dallas. Our kids went to school at the same place they went to church, at the same place they played sports. I mean, our world revolved around this church. And to resign from that church and then take our kids out of that private Christian school really burst that bubble for us. But we were beginning to be booked at different churches around the country week in and week out to lead clinics and to lead worship and speak at conferences and that type of thing. And so we thought, you know what? Let's take our kids with us. Let's do this. And so not only did we homeschool our five kids, but we traveled the country with our five kids. Now, it was the most wheels off thing you could imagine. Traveling with five kids, our oldest at the time was 11. So it was 11 all the way down to four years old, five years old was our baby. And so we were just all over the country. And we, that part was a blast. I have to say traveling with the kids was an absolute blast, but I barely made it across the finish line with that homeschooling at the end of the year. I mean, By the skin of my teeth, did we all make it out alive? I realized that I am not called to be a homeschool mom. Now, was I called to homeschool my kids that year? Yes, I absolutely was. Because what happened during that year of traveling is a large church in New York City called my husband to come be on staff there as a worship leader and a songwriter and a producer in Brooklyn. And so we ended up moving our family of seven from clean Dallas, Texas to dirty New York City in 2016. And we moved in the middle of our homeschooling year. And that was obviously God's providence because we were able to just pick up and move without having to worry about the school year or what we were going to do. And so we moved to New York in 2017, the beginning of 2017, and we were in Queens. So we were in New York City. And like I said, I barely made it across the finish line with homeschooling that year. So I knew I needed to get my kids in school. Well, public school was never an option for us. So I did my research. I found a private Christian school in Queens that was two subway stops from our house. And so I enrolled all five kids there, not knowing how on earth we were going to pay for it. But by God, we were sending our kids to private Christian school because that's who we were. And so we did that. I enrolled all five kids in this private Christian school in Queens. We took the subway to and from school every day. And Jamie had talked about how every year, every July, they make the decision for each kid individually. And I have to tell you, that has now become our mantra as well. But even more so, to go a little bit deeper than that, we made the decision 
mid-year to pull our oldest two daughters out of that private Christian school because the bubble that we thought we were sending them to did not exist because there is no bubble in New York City. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there is no protecting your kids there. There is no guarding their eyes and their ears and their hearts, no matter where you drop them off or if you're with them or if, you, if you're not with them. New York City is an absolute lion's den. And so we decided two months in to school to pull our oldest two out of school. Our oldest was being bullied just extensively. She was being exposed to all sorts of stuff that just blew her mind. She wasn't ready for it. And she came home Thanksgiving week, that first semester of school, and said, Mom, I I can never step foot back in that school again. And what was crazy about that was I'm the type of mom that will say, well, you got to suck it up. You know, God's got a lesson for you in this. But in that moment, I said, you do not have to go back. So we homeschooled her and our, our two oldest daughters. And we made that decision at that moment to send our younger three to the public school in our neighborhood because we were having a hard time building community there. We were having a hard time making friends. And the public school in our neighborhood had a Christian principal. And so we felt that we could send our kids there. So our kids' very first experience in public school was in New York City, as wild as that sounds. And that's coming from me who never thought my kids would step foot in a public school. And it was the most incredible experience. We loved every minute of our kids in that school. They made great friends from all different faith backgrounds. My son was able to witness to some of his friends. It was just a beautiful experience. And so we had three kids in public school in New York City and two being homeschooled. Then in the middle of the pandemic, at the beginning of 2021, we really felt God tell us we needed to move our kids back to Texas. And so we did that. We had the opportunity when we moved back to Texas to send our kids back to the same private Christian school. And we decided not to. We decided for our family, our kids all have just great musical abilities and are very musically gifted. And our house was zoned for one of the top public schools in Texas for music. And so we said, you know what? We want to build up these gifts that God has given them. You know, they're not going to be memorizing scripture at school. They're not going to be probably making great you know, Christian friends like they would if they were at that private Christian school. But we are seeing a future for them and the gifts that God has given them. And so we made the decision to put them in public school here in Dallas. And it has been an incredible decision for our family. And so I guess the the bottom line in all of this is it is not only year to year. It can be <laughs> for us. It was month to month be- between private school, homeschool, public school, you know, we've done it all. And everything that we've done has been correct for that child for that season. It took us, though, moving out of the Bible Belt to New York City to realize, okay, we can't make decisions for other people's expectations. We have to make decisions based on what we know to be best for the five kids under our roof. And that's going to be individual for them individually and for us collect us collectively as a family. And so it really took us getting out of these evangelical circles into the gritty streets of New York for us to realize, okay, 
other people's opinions and expectations of our family, they, they don't matter. We've got to do what's best for our kids and not worry about what other people think. And that's been the most freeing thing. And unfortunately, it took me moving across the country to learn that lesson. But God has just been so faithful to our family. And he's been faithful to me as a mom. That's what I want to say. He has been faithful to guide me and to prompt me and to give me gut reactions and gut feelings as to what he wants me to do with these kids. And it is a heavy burden making these decisions. But I'm telling you what, God is so faithful because he has such great plans for each one of my children. And so it's my job to lead them and guide them. And it's his job to lead and guide me. He's leading us all. And so he is so tender and so gentle with us parents as we're making these decisions for our kids. And so I just want to tell you to have grace for yourself because God has grace for you and you are going to make mistakes and your kids are going to make mistakes. And guess what? You're going to learn from that and you're going to see the glory of God even in your mistakes. And he has such a great, great plan, not only for your kids, but for you and for your family collectively. So I just want to encourage you in that today that no matter which direction you decide to go with schooling, homeschooling, charter school, public school, um, a hybrid method or private Christian school, whatever it is, God has got you and he's got your kids and he has great plans for you. Launch is a production of Ivy Media Podcast. Executive producer, Jamie Ivy. Produced and edited by Angie Elkins. Editing assistance from Lindsay Barnett and Roger Abounza. Show notes by Nikki Ogden. Art by Noel Rhodes and Maddie Byers. Original music by Matt Graham, hosted by Lisa Whittle and myself, Jamie Ivey. Thanks for listening to Launch with Jamie Ivey and Lisa Whittle, Season 2. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh-generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, Totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com.